Hello and welcome to Andex, the podcast that talks about true crime stories from around Australia. On this episode, we will be talking about the Snowtown murders, also known as the Bodies in Barrels murders. They were a series of murders committed by John Bunting, Robert Wagner and James Velasquez between August 1992 and May 1999. This happened in and around Adelaide, South Australia. There was a fourth person, Mark Aiden, was convicted for helping dispose of the bodies. Most bodies were found in barrels in a bank vault in Snowtown. Hence the names given in the press for the murders. However, only one of the victims was killed in Snowtown itself, based approximately 140 kilometres, 87 miles, north of Adelaide. And neither the victims nor the three perpetrators were from the town. Although the motive for the murders is unclear, the killers were led by Bunting to believe that the victims were pedophiles, homosexuals or weak. In 1999, police in Snowtown, Australia made the horrifying discovery of eight dismembered bodies in barrels. These killings became known as the Snowtown Murders one of the most famous cases of serial killers in Australia. These murders were attributed to John Bunting, Robert Wagner, James Velasquez, and Mark Aiden, of course. The victims rarely died quickly in these series of murders. Police recovered the following tools that were used to torture victims. Knives, saws, a double barrel shotgun, rope, tape, gloves, pliers, clamps, cloth, and electric clamps. They were used to give an electric shock to the genitals and to other parts of the victims. One of the killers later confessed about how the tools were used, and it did not paint a pretty picture. One of the victims, Ray Davis, was grounded with a rope and a leveller after he was put into a bath. Before he died, they attacked him with clubs and beat his genitals. They even crushed one of his toes with a pair of pliers, just to make him suffer. Another victim, Frederick Brooks, was given electric shocks to his testicles and had a light sparkler shoved up his genitals. His toes were also crushed and with pliers and his nose and ears were burnt with cigarettes. Eventually, they stuffed a rag in his mouth and just let him choke to death. All the while, these two men and other victims were forced to call their killers different titles, such as God, Master, Lord Sir, and Sheriff Inspector. The final victim that was killed before the police got wind of the, this murderous gang was David Johnson, James Velasquez's stepbrother. Johnson was lured into an empty bank building by Velasquez, where Bunting and Wagner lay in wait. Once there, Johnson was strangled, handcuffed, and forced to read a script for a recording. He received he received confessing to for crimes and acts he had not done, and gave his financial information. The killers had done this before with other victims. Then Wagner and Velasquez left Bunting alone with Johnson to try unsuccessfully to get access to Johnson's funds through an ATM. 
they, when they returned, he was dead. The trial was one of the longest and most publicised in Australian legal history. The trial of Bunting and Wagner lasted almost 12 months, the longest in the history of South Australia. In December 2003, Bunting was convicted on committing 12 murders and Wagner of 10 murders. Velasquez pleaded guilty for, to four of the murders. A year later, Hay Hayden was convicted on five counts of assisting with murders. The notoriety of the murders le led to the short-term economic boost from tourists visiting Snowtown, but created lasting stigma. The Age reported in 2011 that Snowtown would be forever stigmatised due to the association with the murders. Shortly after the discovery of the bodies in Snowtown, the community discussed changing the name to Rosetown, but no further actions were taken. As of 2012, one shop in Snowtown was selling souvenirs of the murders, cashing in on Snowtown's unfortunate notoriety. The house in Salzburg, Barry North, where Bunting lived was, and buried two bodies, was demolished in 2012. Historically prolific serial killers tend to work alone because it affords them a smaller chance of getting caught. This was not at all the case of the Snowtown murders. There was a ringleader who pushed for and arranged all the killings and he enlisted not one but three other people to regularly help with the crimes as well as a few others John Bunting the only the one in charge approached his neighbor Robert Wagner as a friend and eventually roped him into the murders Bunting was married to Elizabeth Harvey and through her met her son James Velasquez. Velasquez would help with a suggested later killings. Ma Mark Hayden also lived nearby and became friends with Bunting and was eventually drawn into his circle of murders. In addition to these four main players, there were other accomplices, Bunting's wife, Elizabeth Harvey also assisted in at least one of the murders. Thomas Terrell was intentionally part of the gang as well, but later became a victim. Geordie Elliott was a relative of Mark Hayden and also helped out with collecting money after the killings. With all of these people involved in the murders, it's shocking the operation went on for so many years as it did thank you for listening to this episode this has been andex i'm your host hunter and i'll see you in the next episode